Hi guys, welcome to the YSB podcast. This is that podcast for young, saved and beautiful queens where we get to talk about all the issues bothering pretty women who are in Christ. (laughs) 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 This is my first time doing the intro for the YSB podcast. (laughs) Yay! Today, we're going to be talking about navigating platonic relationships with guys. But before we dive in, I want to I want to ask Toby a question. Oh, and we didn't introduce ourselves. I'm Sarah, a.k.a. Adeola. <laughs> <laughs> and with me, I have our able host and founder, Toby Ogufasika. <laughs> hi, queens. And hi, guys who would also listen to us well. It's glad to be back again with another episode. I'm, yes, I'm excited it for feels this one. good. It feels so good. I'm glad to be doing this again. <laughs> and this time, not just as the audio producer behind the computer, <laughs> but as the host. <laughs> oh my God. So, like I said, today we're going to be talking about navigating platonic friendships, platonic relationships with guys. But very, 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 at the very beginning, you know, first of all, I want to ask, Toby, have you ever friend-zoned a guy? Obviously. I don't even know why, like, the... Obviously, please, my full chest. What was it like the first time your friend zoned a guy? Did you feel bad? And, you know, what led to that? And, yeah, like, give us the full gist. We want to hear this full scoop. Yes, you guys like gist. God. Why is we girls and gist? It's something else. But first time I friend zoned a guy, I, I... Can I remember now? I feel so old. Oh... I don't let me just let me just pick one. I, I don't think I remember the first one. Oh yeah? Can I remember the first one? Okay, which one was the most memorable? Tell us about the most memorable. Memorable in terms of what you want to put me in trouble. <laughs> the person might be listening to this. No, I don't know if you'll be listening to so this. So let's keep his quotes of ego. Okay, let, 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 let me just share one. So I think in my third year in school. Ah yeah, it was that third year? Plenty of things happened. <laughs> Oh god, a lot of things happened because um some people in our set then went on IT, so things were happening. People were playing mm. a way much. A lot <laughs> of things, you know, because they were not around in school. So it was a time to date. Like you had a babe that was already in school. And then you had one that you're on IT and you were dating that was still in school, but she Madu. did not know because you were on IT, so none of them would know. But I mean you went to Convenant University, sorry, mm. to quickly cut you short. How were you guys able to navigate relationships? Because I hear the strict rules of Covenant University. How are you guys able to maintain relationships? You, we didn't have phones, but we could bring devices to school. So, oh, okay. And there was Wi-Fi in every building. So it was even... Once you get into a, a building, connect the Wi-Fi, go online, chat, Twitter, yeah. um, Instagram, You could even DM. have WhatsApp on your laptop. Yeah, you could have WhatsApp. Yeah, then WhatsApp had come up. I think in my 200, like, BBM had brought the update that you, it was on iPad as well. So... We could communicate without like, and people had meeting spots. Do you guess so? They put in that oh, at eight pm every day, I meet you here. So that was mm. like their fixed thing. So and I'm sure the sparks were so real because it's like you know when you have limited time to spend with someone, yeah. you go straight to the important you stuff. Use it well, <laughs> very very well. Back to our gist. Mm-hmm. The one I can remember was this guy who I was I can't remember. Oh yes, <laughs> he was a friend of a crush. Wow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then the crush was on IT, and so like. Because 
always wants to talk to me, always bothered about me. And so I tell my mm-hmm. friend that I think this guy likes me. My friend is like, I beg, you always, you always form like you have the radar, you always know when. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I know. She's like, he doesn't. I'm like, okay. I mean, so I thought that, you know, because I thought that <laughs> since I had a crush on the friend, the friend would have told him that I had a crush. So maybe he was kind of like, trying bro, to... bro, carry your eye away, oh. No, even though I was trying to, like, watch over me while the friend was not around, this kind of... Oh, oh why are you showing ah, your my brother's wife that is not around. Do you understand? <laughs> Let me just help. Let me serve as a guardian angel. Let <laughs> <laughs> me just help. But uh, I knew when the, 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 the gears were shifting. I'm like, no, no, no. And so I suspected, but he was like, he didn't have a crush on me, blah, blah, blah. But I was sure. So the thing was, he was actually short-sighted. Oh God, this uh-huh. person was not here in this podcast. So he was <laughs> short-sighted. I know mm-hmm. we use phones in school. Yeah. So I could pass him in school without him knowing I was passing him because oh, he would not see Oh, he me. wouldn't see you. Yeah. So I kind of just reduced communication. Like I avoided. So there are certain places we would meet and mm-hmm. see. I would know we'll bump into each other. You know when you just go to certain environment, you know that I will bump into this person. Here, so yeah. let me go. But man, I now knew the scope, so I started avoiding those places. So <laughs> it kind of reduced how much time we spent together yeah. or how many times we saw. Yeah. Then we now went home on the holiday and then the uncle now told me he had a crush on me. Quickly, I took Why a did screenshot. Why did you in school? He was denying it. My friend had asked him. I told my friend he wasn't. I took a screenshot and sent to my friend. And I'm like, I told you. I knew. But I had to friend zone him quick because, of course, I had a crush on his friend. On his friend, yeah. He's never even woke up. But did his friend have a crush on you? America, America, let's, let's just close that one. That's a different topic. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Next. <laughs> so, okay. Um, But, you know, now, these days, because we have, you know, the talking stage, mm. we have the, the um what's the talk what's the stage after talking stage? Oh, mommy, self done lost inside this hour. <laughs> <I'm trying> <laughs> scheme. Okay, so the scheme getting long. to know each other. Yeah, after mm. talking... After talking, I think ah, more, there's this video I saw. Cutting is still like far, far, far. In front. <laughs> After talking stage, it's not like seven steps. Like <laughs> seven steps seven no, I swear I should look for that video, but it's like so it's so many stages. But my point is right. I mean, we have so many stages with the dating world now, and some of that gets lost in translation, mm-hmm. and then sometimes dating in itself gets mistaken for platonic relationships like the talking stage can get mistaken for platonic relationships right so i'm going to bring personal experience there's this guy and like the way he's been talking to me chatting me up i thought oh okay i thought we're in the talking stage <laughs> and only for him to go like eh i have no intentions towards you because this, this one day he goes like oh so you and your sister talked about me and i was like yeah and he's like what did she say about me i mean even though my sister did not ask i'm like my sister wants to know your intentions towards me and he's <laughs> like i one. have no intentions towards you whatsoever i only mm. hope that you bring me joy as i bring you i was like what what is this, <laughs> what is this? you know when you can't even be heartbroken because you were not in a relationship but then see i like that guy <laughs> i like that guy I like that guy. Why? Because he lets you know. Yeah, instead of enough. stringing you along. I tell, they've seen me breakfast one time. And then, <laughs> since then, I was the missionary and the apostle of preaching. Be clear on where you stand. Hmm. I had a guy friend then that girls have always been on his matter. And then time he comes to me and I'm like, you sense this girl likes you, I'll be clear mm-hmm. the air. And it has saved him a lot because once he clears mm-hmm. the air, the girl knows to pull back and they are clear. Mm-hmm. Nobody's hoping. And I told him this thing that, see, if you act like you don't know, she's buying you gifts, she's doing mm-hmm. this, and you act like you don't know. Mm-hmm. Talking stage, really, I feel like one thing we don't like to do in mm-hmm. our generation is have clear and honest conversation. Yeah. 
yeah. I was a victim of this before because I just assumed that if someone is spending a lot of time with mm-hmm. you, talking with doing you, doing everything, everything, yeah. relationship, mm-hmm. it means that of obviously I mean, the next thing should be this. But when it's time your heart break fast. My dear, <laughs> my dear, I cannot even begin to talk about it. So okay, you know, moving on to like our main conversation, right? I I mean, in relation to this. How do you know the difference? How do you know a platonic relationship? Okay, so first thing And what first. are they? What are platonic relationships really? Okay. I think they are relationships where both of you are friends. Mm-hmm. You know that you are friends. Mm-hmm. You've discussed it. You've agreed that you are friends. And you've agreed that if anything changes in your relationship with each other, you would let the other person know. I think that one mm. thing that affects our generation is we're always scared of having honest conversation. Yeah. Two people meet and one person is already planning marriage and wedding and naming <laughs> the three kids. The other person is just... It's the specificity for me. Do you understand? The other person is just, oh, we're cool friends. The issue is, is the more you talk, you mm-hmm. need to actually know where you stand. For me as mm-hmm. a person, when I meet a guy, I, I already can tell, okay, I think this person is date material. Mm. Or I think this is just my friend. And from there, I draw my boundaries. So, if you ask me, how are you? And I want to just be friends with you. Mm-hmm. I tell you, fine. I'm okay. How are you too? <laughs> but if I feel like this can be more, mm. you know? I'm like, oh, tell f- me what you had you for understand? lunch. So, I give a list. Okay, so I'm fine. My day was this. It was stressful. I give you more info. Yeah. So, you can't claim that you want to be platonic friends with somebody. And the person mm-hmm. knows everything about you. And you're like, ah, but mm. I told him we are just friends. Truth is this: the more you communicate, the more feelings are stirred up, mm. emotions get in the way. So me, I draw my boundaries with how much I even tell this other person. For me, that's what mm-hmm. makes it platonic. And then if you know that this person is your friend and you have agreed to be friends, mm-hmm. and you guys have no intention of ever dating because you are not each other's spec, I just know that Could we are better work. off as friends. I can tell you anything and everything. To be mm-hmm. honest, I know mm-hmm. that we're just friends, but I know where to also draw the line too because I'm not dating you also as well. Yeah, so, so that there's... people don't get because at the end of the day we're humans and we have emotions yes. and we can get those feelings. So I don't stuff. pour everything on you. I I I I ration or I do a schedule of how often we meet. <laughs> not like a timetable. Please, I'm not that deep. But like if I see you this month, I have one very deep heart to have to talk about a lot of things. You leave it to your next. It's month. the next two weeks or three weeks before we even have a very deep. No, I can check up on you during the week and yeah, stuff. But yeah, not like a daily Another thing. Another deep and heart. And I'm Because trust me, people catch feelings. When you know you're not even supposed to be dating this person because you're agreed to be friends, you still catch feelings. So with platonic relationships, man, it takes a lot of work and intentionality. Like. How much should I tell you? How much should I not tell you? And then side note, I think I should also add that we need to work on our relationships with the same sex. So if mm-hmm. you're a guy or a girl, work on it because when you feel like you need to pour on a guy, yeah, okay, find a girl to pour to. But then that's another thing, right? Because personally, I'm so thankful for the friends that I have, for the female friends I have. But not everybody's lucky to have those kind of female friends because I was in that position before. Although, yes, like you said, I did work on my relationship with female Females friends. Female, so like, yeah. But then I wasn't so... I mean, I, I've not been that deep in it, but I know people that go like, I told this person everything. Or you know, or you see someone that's actually gossiping about something that their friend confided in them about. about and they're spilling everything to you and you have no other option than to feel bad for that friend or you you tell your friend everything and then you're hearing your matter on the streets because like you've confided in this person but now yeah. you're hearing your matter on the streets now that's that's one thing that makes a lot of girls 
scared about confiding in other girls and they because a lot of guys. times they know that when they tell a guy he's going to die with that guy yeah yeah because guys he does not even consider your matter like what's talking, talking about, about with other guys yeah, yeah or why would he be talking about it with another babe mm. so i mean how do you navigate that because sometimes it's not written on the forehead like you cannot really know who is who. who yeah who to trust yeah you can't really know who to trust so how do you navigate that in in relation to working with your relationship with females okay so what i would say first is this podcast is not just for gist and bands <laughs> we are holy ghost spirit field girls we have mm-hmm. god on our inside mm-hmm. someone had asked me this question i think two three months ago and i told her see pray for godly friends mm. i i don't know how else to say it i think i have been lucky in friendships not lucky you I could always discern people. Mm. When I notice that you're very skitty, she wants to be all over the place, like everybody's matter. <laughs> I don't tell you so much. Away. Do you get <laughs> I am I, I, more drawn to people that are withdrawn to themselves. They can be loud and out there and everything, but they know when to be silent. Yeah, yeah. They know when to talk. Mm-hmm. I don't just jump at friendships. Like I study you for a while before I feel like I can mm-hmm. tell you stuff. Mm-hmm. And somehow, most times, how I engage is because this person feels like they can trust me too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... I'm very deep. I hardly share stuff with people. The people mm-hmm. that know me know. Mm-hmm. We must have gotten to a point where I feel like I can tell you anything. anything. And I have friends like that, really. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, even your sister. Let me give that as an example. We've not been in the same space for the longest time of our lives. Mm-hmm. But we have moments where we talk. Like, <laughs> oh my God. And that thing has always been our thing for us. Mm-hmm. We would just have a point where we just talk about everything. Mm-hmm. We, we, we share, like, everything. She talks, I talk. Yeah. And like we're cool, and I've never felt like oh, this person. Now nah, we built. We've we, not talked for this amount of time. We've built it. So, really, I think the first thing is pray for godly friendships. Mm. Pray for godly friends. I used to be a godly friend as well. Like pray, pray them into your life. Then oh, I think that's a very valid point. Be a godly. Be friend, a godly I friend too, because I learned this hack a long time ago. There was something <laughs> when I was in my when I was in Covenant University during my first degree. Something Bishop Oyedepo used to say, mm-hmm. whoever you want to be, whoever you want to get married to, whoever mm-hmm. you want as friends, be that person first. Mm-hmm. This thing has worked for me. It felt foolish or stupid at first, being the friend that is accountable, trustworthy, does mm-hmm. not lie, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But funny, I realized that I only started attracting those kind of people to my life. Mm-hmm. I've been lucky with people that even work with me to the point where I don't have people that do all them backbiting, jealousy, yeah, envy, because yeah. I already that kind of vibe. So that's the, only person, that's the only kind of people I attract to myself mm-hmm. as well. So, when you pray for God, difference, be that person so as well. Then be discerning, be sharp. Like, don't just meet somebody one day already spinning life secrets the next day. <laughs> Take time to judge people. Like, test them. Not, I don't want to say test. But just watch watch how they relate, talk. And then mm-hmm. from there, like, gauge, okay, can I tell you so much? Can I tell you so? And, and go from there. And yeah. trust God, honestly. You know, this just made me remember something T.D. Jake said. He said, be careful who you vent to in your place of weakness. Yeah. It's better you vent to God than tell somebody and tell else. somebody that would... Mm-hmm. Than tell some... Because you don't know. Like, he didn't say all those parts, so boy. <laughs> 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 what he said was, be careful who you vent to in your place of weakness. Yeah, don't just go spilling to, like, Yeah, everybody. don't just spill to everybody. Because sometimes, <laughs> it could be a lesson God is trying to teach you. It could be a season you're going through. It could be, it could just be anything. But when you vent to the wrong person and they now in return give you the wrong advice. <laughs> now, in this, in the eyes of the world, it may not be wrong advice. But it's not the, it's just not the advice that's meant for you in that season. Yeah. It's just not the advice that would help you through. Yeah, right? True. And then you now follow that advice and then it's just not in the will of God for you. 
Very true. So I mean, yeah, I I, th- I totally I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. <laughs> and you know, so that that leads me to my question, my next question: Why are platonic relationships important? I mean, it's a very obvious answer for me. You can't date everybody that you meet. <laughs> you will not marry all the guys you meet in your life that ask you for number. And you will date all the ladies that say hi or hello to mm-hmm, you or send you mm-hmm. a DM on Twitter. I think it's very important because our generation now, everybody's God winning. Oh, uh-huh, mm-hmm. couple goals. Mm-hmm. So when you meet somebody, the next thing you're already thinking about is dating this person. Yeah. We're not trying to be friends. We've stopped yeah. trying to just yeah. be friends with people. You meet somebody already relationshiping, and that's the one person. of the reasons why I'm so weary about the talking stage. Yeah, cause I'm in talking even too. Like, like you can be talking to ten people at the same time. Like, yeah, and trying to gauge. <laughs> I feel like when we meet people at first, let's just ease into getting to really know yeah. them and just be friends. I think it's important because friendship is like the most important pillar for relationships. Mm-hmm. With my girlfriends, before I even started dating. Or even started chopping breakfast. I learned how to <laughs> I learned how to be friends with them well. I learned how like some things might be hard, but you have to say it, mm-hmm. deal with it, apologize, mm-hmm. say sorry. And so even like, though it gets ugly, bring it do out. You understand? So when you get into a relationship, like you're properly equipped because if you're not friends with this person, trust me, it's not just one month you meet catch feelings. Build that friendship first. Mm-hmm. Build it very, mm-hmm. very well. I feel like that's applied. That's why platonic relationships are important. Build friendships without sparks flying. Mm. And learn how to be honest and long. Because really, mm-hmm. love covers the multitude of sins. Somebody you love, you can overlook things. But if you're friends, you know how to have hard conversations. Mm. Constructively criticize this person as well. Say the truth in love, not how to speak in love. But if it's just catching feelings, like I meet you one month, I'm already in love with you. When you need to tell this person the honest truth, you might not be able to say it. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? So mm-hmm. I think it's very important. We learn to be friends first. Have platonic relationships. Build, grow, bond. Go through seasons together before, okay. It may not happen like this for everybody, but I'm just saying that. <laughs> Friendships are very, yeah, very, yeah. very important. But I mean, like, this, the whole scope, the idea behind that. Yeah. I think that's very, very important. I think that's very important. So, I mean, this brings me to the topic of boundaries. How do you draw the line between platonic and non-platonic? And, you know, besides that in itself, like, how do you just create boundaries? Healthy boundaries, you know, good boundaries. How do you create boundaries in platonic relationships? Be it female to female relationships, like, be it same-sex friendships and um, opposite-sex friendships. How do you draw the line and create boundaries? Okay, so I think that first is defining your relationship with this person. Mm-hmm. As I said, when I meet people, I do like a quick math in my head. Okay, you, I feel like you can be a confidence. We're just drawn to each other. Mm-hmm. You, I'm not really sure of where we stand though. I can't really, yeah, you're just like maybe a five for me. Maybe you, you're just a three. I think we should just be casual friends. So with everybody, I kind I'm of have... <laughs> That was an example. <laughs> <laughs> that was an example. I'm joking. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah, but go on. I just felt the need to, you know. Yes, she wants to let everyone know that. Because I break the drama. <laughs> she wants to let everyone know that. She's not confident. Yes. You're on the list. <laughs> I rate you. You're important Please, to me. Let's capture this part. <laughs> if I was going to turn to a picture and frame it, I don't, I don't put it in my studio. I don't understand. And say yes. Yeah, lies to be say I'm a confidant. <laughs> Ain't nobody gonna touch me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, okay, okay, okay. 
I feel like know who everybody is to you. That's how you place your boundaries. You can't like if you meet somebody somewhere and the person seems this way, mm-hmm. and then as you get to know the person, the person is now seeming another way. Mm-hmm. Tell yourself, I thought you were like this, but you're not like. But this. you're not like this. So how do I? create boundaries with you okay i thought i could tell you everything but i don't think i can mm, i thought i could mm, share this mm. with you but i don't think i can so you start to limit the information you share with this person how mm-hmm, much you communicate mm-hmm. with this person how little do you want the person to know how much do you want the person to know so, i'm sorry there's something that as i'm saving a number on my phone <laughs> i'm blocking them from viewing my status immediately as i'm saving it <laughs> oh Let my god i thought i was the only one who does that i do like, that as I'm saving my phone, like, it's like hi i like you but no you're not coming close. You're not coming close. I don't want to I'm divulge information <laughs> about my life to you. You don't deserve to be in my that space. And you know, I, that, that just reminds me of something Oprah Winfrey said, right? She said, when people show you their real colors, when people show you who they are the very first time, believe them. them. Believe it. Like, believe them. <laughs> believe it because that's who they are. Mm-hmm. Of course, they can come to know Christ. Christ can transform their life. Yeah, but I mean, we love it up on Christ from arm's length. At, you know, at arm's you length. Get. <laughs> I actually had a relationship where they were not so, like, serious their relationship with God. And after a while, they came closer, which is, they came became closer to God and we ended up becoming close, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But, like, my arms are not open wide to everybody. You know? But, yeah, mm-hmm. I protect my space, my inner circle. So, boundaries are very, 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 very important. Simple at some point have been like, ah, so you now let me see your status. <laughs> I'm like, that's why it's my status. Right? I have control over what I want. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a oh, choice. Who sees it? Oh, who sees yes. it? It's a choice. Mm-hmm. So boundaries are very important in everything. How much you share, mm-hmm. how much you, how much everything, how often I call you, how often I pick your calls. Like, and you know, that, that, that makes me think of how some people think, some people have this thing where they punish themselves and feel bad and make themselves think that, oh, maybe I'm proud for not doing this thing. Nah. No, love, you're just protecting your space. You're protecting your mental health. And I've realized how important that is because it affects your goals that you set for yourself. Mm-hmm. It affects your mental space, your energy, where you're at. Like, it just really affects you in so many ways that you may not even be seeing. It's, yeah. It provokes some moves that you may make. Very so true. when you when you're keeping some people at arm's length and you're being selective about who you have around you, you're not being okay. Yes, you are being selfish, but you have every right to be so in that context, space. in that light. You have every right to be selfish about your space, as long as they are not bringing you closer to Christ. They're not helping you be better. That like they're helping yeah. you to be better. Yeah. Like they're just not what you envision for yourself. Mm-hmm. Omo, Give them space. You can love them. You can be <laughs> friends, but you know, at arm's length, you're not you're not a bad person for doing that. Very and I just true. wanted to let you know out there if you're listening, if you feel that way, because I used to feel that way. But then I just realized not everybody deserves to be in my space. Yeah. And maybe not even the term deserve, but not everybody needs to be in my needs, space. That's the word. That's the word. Very important. No, there are some people that flat out don't deserve to be in your space. <laughs> <laughs> and then there are some people that although you may love them and you guys may vibe they just don't need to be in your space yeah, yeah so and I mean I was going to ask how can you set boundaries but I think much of our discussion has already yeah, covered that how you can as well. you know set boundaries so I mean next up is what happens when you finally get into a relationship? I know there are people that when they get into a relationship, they just forget all their platonic My friends. Dear. It's like all of you can bye, burn bye, in people. hell. I have a boo now, whatever. I mean, shove our single status in our face. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> so what do you do oh, when you little. finally get into a relationship? That part of the song. 
<laughs> so I think that when it gets into relationships, mm-hmm. obviously every other relationship has to be different. For one, yeah. your partner has to know all your friends. Mm-hmm. I feel like your partner has to be friends with your friends. Mm-hmm. Very, very mm-hmm. important. Your partner has to know how close you are to everybody and then understand like this is the relationship you have with this person and why it is that way. Yeah. So when you go like the extra length for certain people, your partner is not confused at ah. How will you cook for this person? Or how will you go all the way to this person's office? Mm-hmm. Because obviously you had a relationship with this person before you started dating this other person. It's just letting your partner know this is how or what this person means to me. This is the extent which I can go for this person. Yeah. And then this is how I'm trying to navigate this relationship. Sure. Ensure that they are friends. If your partner and this person cannot be friends, then there's an issue there, either from your partner or from your friend. But ensure that they are friends like mm-hmm. ensure that they bond with each other and they know themselves so there's trust built as well so mm-hmm. you don't it doesn't seem like you're training away all your single friends just mm-hmm. because you're in a relationship mm-hmm. because trust me at one point in a relationship you go get you get tired of the person you're dating <laughs> you want to have a discussion with normal human beings that you're not committed to yeah so it's good to balance everything you still need your platonic friends mm-hmm. you just have to re- do like a redesign or a re-amendment of your relationship with this person and like know how much you are how much time you are spending what you are sharing especially if they have the opposite sex yes you have to know how to like walk around everything but make the most important thing let them be friends mm-hmm. I, I that was the thing i said when i was younger was that whoever i'm with if they can't be friends with my friends then there's an issue there true if your friends hear about your your significant other or your boyfriend or your girlfriend mm-hmm. and they go like mm. And like they're just uncomfortable, or there's another energy in the room. There's, there's something, something wrong. wrong. Somewhere. There's something wrong somewhere, either from your partner or from your friends. And for all your friends to just be uncomfortable with your partner, it says a lot. So go and reevaluate. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you as it is. Go and reevaluate. Go important. and check where the problem is. <laughs> so now, so what if you're already in a relationship? So. Hmm. Us, we are in the city of Abuja right now, but some people can be entitled. Mm. I've gone somewhere one time, and the guy was like, Let me know if you're in a relationship. If you're in a relationship, I'll even be happy. I like stealing people's girlfriends from them. <laughs> and I'm like, Guy, what the F from? Like, he wants to steal you from the person. And I'm like, Some guys, wh- when they get to know you and they meet you and they spend time yeah. with you, or some ladies, mm-hmm. and they don't find out I are dating somebody. Mm. They don't even know how to behave. It's like in their head when they met you, they were assuming that you were single. And I'm dating somebody. Mm. Can we still be friends without you feeling jealous that I have a girlfriend or trying mm-hmm. to break us up? Mm-hmm. Like, can you just... So I feel like when you meet people when you're already in a relationship and mm-hmm. you have to maintain platonic relationships, mm-hmm. tell your... Tell your significance all about this person. Let them know you met somebody new. You'll be spending time with this person. Or you guys maybe are working on something together or a project or even at work or whatever it's doing in school. Yeah. Let them know. So that there's no confusion. I just met this new guy. And yeah. then all hell breaks loose. No. Let them meet. Let them go. Like, do you understand? <laughs> like, if, in fact, you said be clear, because I don't envisage a world where I'll meet somebody new and I'm not confused about my own boyfriend. It means that I'm spending more time with this person. Than and then something is actually boyfriend. wrong in my own relationship. Mm-hmm. Sometimes mm-hmm. what I even try is when I meet somebody new and it looks like, ah, okay, I'm starting to feel a type of way. My dear, communication reduce 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 <laughs> I, and i honestly feel like that's how you stay committed in a relationship oh. because if it's about smarter ha- more handsome more <laughs> spiritual you, get, you always find someone who is more yeah. but, that, but then that's where commitment comes in that's how you learn to be committed 
you start communicating and you cut you reduce communications with that person that you're feeling attracted to that is not and then partner. spend time with your significant other and like build whatever it is that is lacking mm-hmm. that is making you feel attracted to somebody else yeah spend that time with your significant other build the trust build the love build the rapport build everything you guys should be on a, in a solid place mm-hmm. and then reduce like alone time with this other person so that mm. you don't you don't go catching feelings catching feelings is normal i think it's what you do with them that matters mm-hmm. you can just meet somebody and like the person and everything but of True. course yeah with somebody else and i don't know is it not, when you when you catch feelings for someone else okay i mean we've already established that reduce communication but i mean there are situations where you can't help the, like the way you feel so what do you do in those situations i think it also comes to spending time mm. Communi- feelings can't they don't just grow in the air true they and grow when you spend time do you understand they say don't don't smell what you not eat mm. how did you get to that point where your feelings are all over the place something mm-hmm. is missing in your own relationship mm. For me, like, I do like a break where I, I limit my... Co- like, if I used to reply the person every 30 seconds, maybe the next day I'll reply you. I just push you off from my mind for a bit and reduce my communication with you. Don't pick your calls every time. Just reduce, reduce, reduce. And spend more time with my significant others just so that I'm not building feelings elsewhere. Trust me, they will reduce. But if you still do everything normally, spend time without thinking, don't create boundaries, you'll be catching feelings and you'll be confused. I feel True. like another thing is also even letting your partner know. If you tried all this and nothing seems to work, let your partner know this how you feel. Then let him not be able to. If the person is mature enough, with the lady or the guy is mature enough, they'll be able to find a way around it. Because I feel like for you to just start catching things for somebody else, something is missing in your own. It's not that you're tired. Somebody is not feeling your love tank. Yeah. That's why you want to feel somewhere yeah. else. Something is missing. That's why. Because trust me, if you're getting it good somewhere, like if somebody's loving you well, feeling all the right doing all the your right endorphins things. And your the right love places, languages are all, yeah. all on point nothing somebody will do for you outside that will make you feel on top of the world like oh my god and if you're feeling the spaces that you are meant to feel for yourself yes. because i think a lot of us especially us females i don't know if it happens for guys too but a lot of times when we're in a relationship we just put all of that emotional baggage on the person that we are with we yeah. forget that we need to be fulfilled in ourselves, ourselves too. Yeah. there are emotions hormones that we need to feed ourselves so that we're not putting so much baggage on the person we're with. It's one person you expect to be confident. It's the same person you expect to be shopping partner. It's best like friend. Best movie friend. Date. Movie uh, date. Everything. And it's just, friend should be other it's just like one person being around. the only staff in a company. The person <laughs> we crash. Very good example, actually. So you need, to, you need to recognize places where you need to feed yourself of these emotions. So that you're not putting so much baggage on your partner because you also have to watch out for their health their mental health their emotional health to be sure that they're in the right state so that they can love you yeah exactly find other vents other yeah other vents (laughs) for venting (laughs) (laughs) don't leave me don't leave me (laughs) find other vents to vent your vents so that you're not putting so much emotional baggage on your partner and they're still able to give you the love that you deserve yeah yeah i really truly agree i really truly agree yes so with that queens is there any last word you have for us because with that queens this is where we come to the end of this episode but before we go any last words (laughs) i think that friendship and platonic relationships are very important I would actually overemphasize again, they are very, very important because mm-hmm. feelings cloud your judgment sometimes. Yeah. And if you don't know how to be friends first, mm-hmm. 
it would affect you in the long run. So, mm. platonic relationships, trust me, they work because you guys have something solid. Mm. You're not doing anything because you love the person, but because you are friends with this with person. With that person, yes. First. Then the love is not like an additional thing. That's if you guys end up falling in love. Mm. Amen. No. But if you don't, you've built something solid. Whether this person ends up getting married to you so or you not, are not, you guys have something. You have something solid. You're friends for life. You're, you're, you get, you've used, you know, there's somebody you can. I have this friend. I would have actually dated in school, but like we didn't. I don't want to see if I share more, some people can't guess what the person is. <laughs> but we would have actually dated in school. But trust me, this is one person that can call me at any time and say, I need money and I'll find it. Mm-hmm. Because we put boundaries, but we still were close friends. So we yes. handled it well. Yes. And I'm glad this person is still in my life, to be honest. Very, very glad. Because the person is married now. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't make the wedding, but like, I'm so glad that. Even though we didn't date, we are still friends. Yeah. We're mature about it. We could still handle it. And mm-hmm. trust me, we would we would go on to be friends for life. Our partners will know each other. Our children will know each other. In fact, we'll vacation in each other's house. That's that's how cool we are. And I'm I'm, I'm mm-hmm. glad that I can have that. All because I learned how to build platonic friendships. Mm-hmm. So yeah. You know, there's something my mom tells me. She's like, Yes, love is very important, but friendship is very important too. Because there are days where you wake up and you don't love the the, the person you're with. There are days you won't even like them. What stays in place is your friendship with that yeah. person. What stays in place is your friendship with that person. And I think that's so important. So, dear queens, please make sure to always put that into consideration. While you're eyeing that cute guy, <laughs> right? And you guys are talking. Think about it. Is this someone I can be friends with? Is this someone I can share deep, deep um, matters with? Is this someone that we can have a platonic relationship if there was nothing else involved? Yeah. And let that be your basis for starting another rela- for starting a relationship with that person. And then also make sure to keep platonic relationships platonic. platonic. Don't gonna be points and sand emotion inside <laughs> the platonic friendship uh, basket I of gummy. I think I like you. <laughs> mm. Don't put. Uh-huh. Don't put sansa <laughs> of emotions inside the gary inside the basket of gary of platonic oh, friendship. Yeah, keep it simple. Yeah, keep it simple. <laughs> and from us queens, it's bye for now. And we will be seeing you on the next episode of the YSB podcast. Until then, stay young, stay beautiful, stay saved, and stay best in Abba's love. Bye. Say bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>